Fuck no, we're not we're not the home of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're the home of where passion meets the mic. Get that get the get the title right, dude. Bang bang bird gang. Here we go. Bang, it's bang, gonna be bird quite gang. the episode. Um just like I've said from the very beginning. We all we all know what was being said on here in the very beginning. Um and it looks like that's paying out to be true. And, and we're in for a great, great episode tonight, because the Philadelphia Eagles get to play for their second Super Bowl. We actually get two podcasts in before the game even happens. So we're in for a treat tonight and next week, Frankie. You, you know, you know what's pleasure. exciting. You know what's exciting. I I remember, I remember back in, um, I think it was October. You said this might be the greatest year for Philadelphia sports, and you said the Eagles can, were going to make the Super Bowl because the Phillies made the World Series also. So hopefully they uh, they don't break your heart as well. But you know, I'm happy for you, Diz. You know, there's there's nothing like seeing your team in the Super Bowl, and you're lucky enough to see it two times in five years. Uh, I will say though, you know, on a personal note, uh, fuck you because you're kind of an asshole to me on Sunday when I just I'm at a goalie clinic, ladies and gentlemen, and I I'm not watching the game. I just asked Diz how the game's going. My man, my man just loves loves unleashing bullets right away. But I'm here. I I, I braved the I storm. Remember what was said? What was said? Uh, I think you know what was said, and I'm I'm going to get into that later. We can talk about the comments uh, later. Yeah, I, I can't remember because I told my other buddy to go fuck himself. Well, little little Wesel, little Wesel, little Wesel out there. He didn't even text me first. That's just what I texted him right away, and then I was like, "Oh my bad, dude." That was kind of yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a winner. I'm a humble winner, Frank. Well, I mean, we'll we'll get into details of what you said to me later on, but I mean, hey, I I, I gotta say, you know, my weekend was kind of nice. I mean, I went to some breweries and uh, ha- had some nice beer and uh, enjoyed my weekend. Uh, started a new show actually. Not sure if you've seen it. If you need a new rec, dude, I highly recommend it. Uh, Succession on HBO Max. That show's kind of hype. Uh, have you seen it or heard about it at all? Nah, what's it about? So it's about this like elitist family who owns a entertainment company. They do like parks, news, whatever it is. Like the, one of the biggest entertainment entertainment companies in the world. And the dad suddenly gets like health issues, and like the kids start fiending over who's going to take over and be like the CEO and like in charge. And there's a lot of good banter. You know, it's cutthroat as fuck. And it shows you like the political side of uh, business, and it's it's good. It's got it, it's got some good banter. You know, I'm already on season two, and there's ten episodes each season. I kind of cranked out season one in one week. Um, it was I, I highly recommend it, Diz, or people who haven't seen it. It's three seasons out. Season four comes out in April or May, I believe. But yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. Just you know, trying to get my banter on to uh, match your energy tonight for this uh, for this episode. Yeah, I mean, sounds like a great weekend too. I no, dude, HBO actually has some dope shows. Yeah, well, like, have you seen uh, The Last of Us, the new show that's been coming out? No, I haven't. I, I watched this uh, other new show on Netflix, though, called, uh, it was like, Keep Drowning or something like that. What What the hell and is was, that about? Dude, it was about, <laughs> it was about, like, some plane crash. Like, this woman got, like, a ride on, like, a private plane with, like, two that ended up appearing to be drug dealers, and it crashed, and she was stranded in the middle of nowhere on, like, an island for, like, time being and tried to fucking escape the island and survive i think a survival show i think that might be one of my biggest fears like i know i would do fine by myself but like stranded on an island like hear me out dude i like my showers and i like my chick-fil-a i'm not really a cook and i'm not really a hunter what the fuck would i eat yeah berries like i'm fucked berries yeah she was eating berries and she had to like test them out to make sure they weren't poisonous how do you tell if it's poisonous or not like, do I just squirt a little she bit watching, more? No, she was watching a bear eat them. Well, I will say also, I mean, like, another thing about me is, like, I burn easily. If I'm on an island, dude, I'm getting some poisoning right away. Like, Dude, if you get straight on an island, what three things do you wish you had with you? Like, what, what are you bringing? Uh, three things I'm bringing. And it's like, all right, remote island, we'll say there's no service. So you can't bring phones or anything like that to call people for help. All right? We'll make it very, yeah, very, very you get, you get to choose three things to have. What are you picking? All right, I'm choosing um, a knife. For protection uh, and to cut stuff, uh, maybe sharpening a spear and all that. 
another thing I'm going to choose is, you know, some way to make fire, whether that's a shit ton of matches or just like a lighter with a lot of lighter fuel so I can build a fire to try and get a smoke signal. And then last but not least, I'm going to say something with water, um, like a nice like thing to boil water to make sure I'm hydrated. And then, you know, I'm just chilling there and just enjoying the sun as I tan and eat my berries and focus on my fire. Dude, that's a great list because I always think about that. Dude, if I had to make a fire, I would just be screwed. Oh, yeah. That's why I, I need just, the lighter or matches. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, like we're just not going to have a fire. Yeah, we're like, just – I, I, There's no way I'm figuring that out. I watched them making them like – zero percent chance yeah i think like at that point i'm just like oh fuck that's like that's like taking the rocks and you like hit them really hard or rub the sticks really hard together and you know what i don't have the i don't have the attention span to work on that for so long i would get i would get bored and want to move on (laughs) yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't go well at all and then dude imagine if you finally get it going and then it rains and it goes out then then what like you gotta oh, do I'm, it again. I'm, I'm cutting my throat i'm cutting my throat yeah. with a knife and that's it you know I'm, so I'm, any anyone anything that could start a fire yeah like, i think i might struggle if i had lighters i mean if i had matches i i would still have a hard time i think you know i i will admit i'm not i'm not getting on the first try i might i might just that not going poorly yeah I'm, going i might i might just have to use four in the first go next thing you know i have like four left so they got they got to count that fire better not go out you know if it rains, we're fucked. <laughs> like I'm like survivor illiterate, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't understand that whole thing. Yeah. So that I would definitely be up there in the list. Um, and then I'm taking a samurai for sure, because like again, with me, dude, a, a whole knife, person. No, a fucking samurai sword. Oh, 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 a, kata- a katana, a katana, <laughs> whoever the fuck. Imagine if I brought a samurai. Yeah, I was like, why are you bringing a person? <laughs> I mean, that is a good guess. I'm not gonna lie. Like that is one object. Oh, dude, if we're, we're bringing people, I'm bringing... I'm fucking bodyguard. Bro, if we're bringing people, I'm bringing my good buddy Nate. Nate can survive in the woods, I feel like. Like him or uh, like a Barchi, one of those two. One of those nature people. That's who I would take. Yeah. Then he would realize how like illiterate I oh, am. Oh, yeah. the relationship. Yeah, he, they, they would actually cut loose because I'd be using <laughs> too much resources. For the non-biased person, like I don't care if it damages the relationship. <laughs> they, would, they would know I'm not... They would just think I'm stupid. <laughs> but um, all right, Diz, I'm, I'm just a little curious, man. Uh, how, how's the lacrosse season going? Iwoo, you excited to be back in the grind and all that? Yeah, I mean, it's cold as shit out there. You got a lot of snow? What's that? Yeah, a lot of snow yet or not too oh, bad? Dude, uh, not really, not too much snow. It's just like fucking like cold as shit. Like yesterday, I think it was like high of eight degrees or something like that. That sounds pretty fucking terrible. We had a nice uh, high of 34. If you want to come back to civilization on the East Coast, just feel your way, dude. I mean, I can always use another assistant if you ever want to join me on my uh, LVC coaching staff. <laughs> oh, trust me. One day. One day that One day it will happen. Guaranteed it will happen. Oh, it will be. It will be. But, uh, no, I mean, overall, though, I, I will say since it's been, what, a week since we caught up and all that stuff? Two weeks. Two yeah, weeks. Two last weeks. Week we had it, last week, uh, the quote-unquote grind. <laughs> yeah, the, the quote-unquote grind. You. We we, we oh, were calling yeah. to question your uh, dedication to the podcast, but no, I did go see down our buddy Nate at his place in uh, the good old Lank, and I gotta say, dude, the Lank's always a treat when you go down there. It's always it's always a nice fun time. I gotta see his place, meet, say hi to his lady friend, meet his little pup, uh, one of our nieces. I like to say the little dog, she a cutie, and it was a good time. But the funniest thing that happened to me is this: so on Sunday, I, I coached the goalie clinic, right? And at one point, Nate and uh, his lady friend had to leave, and I was like, okay, they're leaving. He allowed me to stay because. It made no sense for me to go back to my place and drive back to Lancaster for the goalie clinic. And I was like, all right, I'm going to walk your dog because I want to get out and about and move out. So I'm walking his dog. I get lost. Fucking like made some few turns. Didn't know where to go. I found my way back home. But at one point, I was walking on the street. And I kid you not, I'm looking around like a lost puppy, like no idea where to go. And these three girls who are aged probably like 12 to 15 are on the other side of the sidewalk. And we both come up to like a stoplight. We're on opposite sidewalks. And I'm like staring down that way, trying to find a landmark, like the this like bars or street signs that I know is near his place. And these three girls, I literally hear them, that fucking weird man's looking at us. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> dude, I was literally like, I would literally dude, was... Creeper vibes, I'm not going to lie. Dude, I, <laughs> me walking the little dog, yeah, that's a red flag right there. But I was kind of hurt by that. Jaw kind of hit the floor, and I kind of just turned the other way with tears coming out of my eyes. And that's uh, that's how I started my Sunday two weeks ago. It was, it was very uh, exciting. You kind of look like old, you know what I mean? Like you look... Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't lie when I say people cross the street. You see a, a grown bearded man and you don't know him? Yeah. I'm crossing the street. 
I'm I'm you running the other side. Like fucking, yeah, you probably had like your fucking hood up and shit. You might have been I, sweating a little bit. I, you know me, dude. Cardio's not my friend. I, I was I was huffing and puffing. Yeah, you're breathing. You're like breathing heavy and shit. Like it I fuck. probably cross the street too. I'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? Who's who's this asthma motherfucker? You got this fucking small little dog barking its head off. Like I'd be like, hey, no, she's I'm a cutie though. That's all I can say. She was she was she was barking. Like, like talking to the dog and shit probably. I like, actually I, I, I was talking to her. I said, come on, Hazel. Follow me. Come on. Psh, psh, psh. And yeah. Making I, noises, making little kissy noises like that. I'd be like, dude, I'm fucking crossing the street now. <laughs> I might even call 911. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I mean, hey, you never know. It doesn't hurt because you never know. Some some people are weirdos out there. And, you know, it's always good to be safe than sorry. I'm a big believer in that. Do you ever wish that you got, like, kidnapped as a kid? No. What? Oh, dude, I think about this often. I'm not gonna lie. I dude, that's terrifying. This. Imagine, like, imagine we were on the pod right now, and I could like tell you a story about how when I was like twelve, I got kidnapped. Well, and, like, kidnapped for like I, three days. I ain't gonna I lie. That would be so fucking cool. I ain't gonna lie. If you were actually like kidnapped, I think it would make a lot of sense. Like, it would just yeah, explain I, like, a lot. Imagine that I like came up with like an escape plan and like escaped my abductor and shit, dude. And it was like something like seriously like insane. Like that would be so fucking sick. Dude, if if you got kidnapped, all right, and you're in a basement, let's say a basement, all right, how are you getting out? As a little kid, are you just attacking I'm a grown up? Or I'm, I'm 12 or I'm 25. No, no, you're 12. Like, you're a little kid. How are you getting out? Like, are you just biting the person, like, in the throat and just, like, hoping they die? Like, I don't understand how you get out of that situation. You're not getting out, bro. If you, dude, Frankie, if you kidnapped a 12-year-old and you let them escape, I would think there's something wrong with you. No, well, I mean, I'm never going to kidnap a 12-year-old, so I don't, you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> that, that, that'd be the first, the first thing draw with me. What, what exactly are you going to do to, like, your abductor at 12? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you got – that's what I'm saying. If you got kidnapped as a kid, this you would not you be here on the show. Win- you, yeah, you got to find a window and escape and run and just, like, hope he falls asleep or some shit. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I'm just crying every single day and just. Or, dude, honestly, I I think actually now that I think about it, I think you just get naked. Well, that's what they would want. <laughs> not, not necessarily, <laughs> not necessarily. But I'm saying, like, if you were to get kidnapped now, just get naked, and you'll be fine. Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, no one no one wants to kidnap me. I'm not cute enough to get kidnapped, so it's all good. But um, all right, Diz, I, I'm just curious now. We're gonna we're gonna transition a little bit. Do you have a question of the day for the people for this episode? I do. I do, Funky. And this is, I might actually, I don't even need, a, like, I don't even need to answer the question because it's going to be a little rant and then a question of the day. All right, let me hear it. So I'm going to hit it deep here, but let me just ask you a friend, question, Frankie. What what drives you? What drives me? Yeah. In in, in general in life or, like, for, like, my, my career? Because there's a lot of things that drive me. In life, like, what, what, like, what, what, like, motive, like, what drives you? Like, what are you trying to, like, go after? Uh, I have a few things that drive me, okay? Uh, one is, you know, What's I want. One? What's number one? I want to make the parents proud because they brought me okay. in here. They, they put a lot of resources for me to get through my life. I want to make sure they're happy what I want, happy what I do, and I'm not a certified bum. Uh, I also want to be the quote-unquote Nick Saban of college across. I want to win national titles and build a great program. Not at, like, I would like to coach at Hopkins or coach at theirs, but build something from scratch or bring a historic power back to prominence like he did with Bama. I think that would be very cool. Uh, then also, you know, try, I mean, I coach college cross. It's not like I'm going to be making, like, $10 million a year unless it gets big, but, like, set up the future kids if I have any for a nice future so they can live the way that I would want them to. Those are the things that drive me. All right, so that that's that's my point, okay? So, fucking, when these when sometimes when athletes are like money doesn't drive me, I think that's total fucking bullshit. Oh, it is hundred percent bullshit. Dude, that pisses me off so much. Like the number one thing that probably drives ninety five percent of people, and the other five percent might just be lying. No, it's all money. money. It's all money. money yeah. Like money is what drives everyone. And athletes are like, oh, money doesn't drive me. And I'm like, bro, do you think fucking Elon Musk, when he had $100 million, wasn't trying to like find out how to make more money? Well, it's also like, I mean, yes, he was, but it's also like those athletes have the drive to get to the league to make a shit ton of money to play the sport they want to play. Right, and then when you get there, how do I get better so that way I can make more money? How how do I get better to secure a supermax in the NBA or right. get the get the big three hundred million dollar fully guaranteed deal? Like you know, there's right. So money is always going to come first. Yes, 
hundred percent. And then everything else is going to come after. And like, again, like, I feel like you're lying if you're like not saying, cause like you, throughout the day, definitely are like, dude, how do I make more fucking money? I mean, yeah. I, I, I know that crosses my mind. I mean, I'm like, I feel like every day, one point in the day, it crosses my mind. How do I make more money? I mean, like, it, it's like, right. it's, it's not that like money makes the world go around, even though it does. But like, if you can get more money, I feel like it opens up more doors to do more things that you want to do. You know, like if I want to, let's say, travel to Bali or go to Europe or take a take the lady friend or the kid somewhere nice or do something for my parents. You know what you need? You need money. You know, the two things that the two things that are the most valuable in our lives, time and money, because that's that's so that's my point is I feel like the biggest lie in life is like money isn't everything. Oh, it is. hundred percent. Like uh, I, I get with the point you're trying to make there, but like. You can't do anything if you don't have money. You you can't do anything. And guess what, Diz? If I had, let's say, you know, I don't need to spend $500 million. But if I had $500 million, guess what? I have no debt. I have no stress about bills. And I have purchasing money to do freedoms with what I want and not stressing about my job. Now, granted, I love the job and the profession I'm in. But let's say I'm working a different job, one that I'm not truly passionate about. It's like, okay, I can quit that and go find a new one. Or you can start your own company. It's... It really gives you the true happiness in my life because it opens up doors for you to live the life that you want to live. Yeah, I mean, there's not a single homeless guy, broke-ass guy on the street that's like, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, the only people who say money's not everything are people who were born rich and have money to start with. It's like, I wonder why you think that way. They fucked it all up or some shit. Yeah, ex- yeah exactly, exactly. But yeah, that's, that's, I think that, I, again, I get the point it's trying to be made, but like... But I mean, I, I got a little question to ask you then. All right, this this is this is something my uh, my one friend asked me. All right, he asked this last night in, in like our little like high school group. Me, he asked a poll. Uh, which would you rather have? Would you rather like live rich, or would you rather be remembered when you die? And he was just curious to see what people would say and all that stuff. And I was like, well, what do you mean be remembered? He said the best version of yourself. Like people talk about you, or like let's say like Diz. He was the greatest lacrosse coach ever. Like, would you rather have that or live rich? And I said, you know, I'd rather live rich so when I die, my family's set up for life because it doesn't matter if they don't know about me. And then you're fucking remembered. You I, know what I mean? I, it doesn't, I'm remembered that way, but it's also like, it doesn't matter. As long as I know I did my job to set future generations for their success, I'm happy with the life I did. Because, again, I said the three things motivated me were my parents to be the best coach and then to set up my family for financial stabil- uh, stability. And... I believe that. Totally. Yeah. Totally yeah. spot on. But uh, yeah. biggest loser of the week too, Frankie. Got a bunch of them here. Did, uh, you want me to get the thing started? Yeah, you can start it. You can start it because there, there's too many to choose from in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, we could go a bunch of different routes here. It's been two weeks, so there's a bunch of losers out on the table at all times. I mean, we could go Lamar Jackson for no, Hurts being more no, NFC no, you can't. Super Bowls than he has in only two years of time. Okay, and you're a moron um, for saying that. Two years, one NFC championship appearance, one Super Bowl appearance, five years, nothing to show for it. Um, sorry. Is that um, like saying Purdy better than Hurts? You could go Brock Purdy. Whoa, whoa, go. he's not a loser. Are you kidding me? My man went back in with a like torn wrist. Bro, he, he fucking pussied out. Dude, he couldn't throw the ball. He couldn't say what it is. I don't give a fuck if his right arm was falling off, he, dude. He couldn't throw the ball. That's a okay. No, you're scratching well, that one. Go on the next one. My biggest loser is Brock Purdy. Now, uh, now that right. now that you're and let me because you're a moron. You all right. Let me just tell you why here, Froggy. Why? Because a guy got seventh, got hurt and went back in and couldn't pick, throw the ball. Seventh round, not even seventh round pick. Last overall pick in the entire draft. Only got an opportunity because the two guys in front of him got hurt dominated his opportunity, didn't lose a game. When it came to the biggest stage of the year, it was a win this game, and I am the 49ers' future starting quarterback for years to come. You know what he fucking did? Got hurt in the first first drive of the game. You go back, given those circumstances, you go back in the fucking game. He immediately went up to the coach and said, I can't do it. He said, I can't throw the ball, and he couldn't. It's not like he was trying to go in. He was like, I can't do it. Dude. I can't go. And worst case scenario, though, bro, you go in there as a decoy, and you act like you're like you're like maybe doing some play action, throwing a little screen. He couldn't throw the ball. You saw that in the second game. half. The so reason why the no, 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 no. The reason there, you're you're just a, you he, mean, he clearly wasn't that fucking hurt though, Frankie. How? Because I usually when a guy is that hurt, 
You know what happens first? His equipment comes off. Well, you know what? You know what? You know what happened? The other quarterback went in there and get, the dude. The other bench. quarterback went in there and got concussion. Got a concussion. He had to go back in. Otherwise, Christian McCaffrey what, was the quarterback. Seriously, name, name me a serious name me an instance where a quarterback got a serious injury, came out of the game, and then went back into the game. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. What was the injury? He busted up his ankle. And you know what he kept doing? He kept playing, bro. And guess what? Guess what? But guess what? Hear me out. Because you're bringing no, no, no. Because you're bringing up football, right? You, you had your, you had your segment. Because he's a quarterback. What, what, what is one thing that you say is very important for quarterbacks when they get the ball to throw it? My man couldn't throw the ball more than two yards. Dude, but I'm saying you go in there and you act like you can. You can at least toughen it out and throw a little play action screen pass. The same injury Brock, Brock Purdy had. <laughs> That's so Bryce Harper, the same exact it's injury. It's a bad take. The same it's exact very injury take. Brock Purdy had, Bryce Harper had. And you know what he did? In the biggest moment of the year, he had a two-run homer to take the lead in game five of the NLCS. And what happened? He lost the World exact, Series. Congrats. On the same exact injury Brock Purdy had in the same exact stage. You know, you know, you know what's easier? Swinging a baseball bat than doing the throwing motion when you're flicking your wrists. Bro, but I'm it's saying different when he's flicking his wrist. He, he went back in. Jumps. He went back you know what's in. What's hard to do with a high ankle sprain? Run the football. Oh, you shut the fuck up! Holmes? Shut the fuck you know what up! Pat Mahomes did on Sunday. He ran the football and won his team the game. Hey, and you know what? That, Props to him. He's the best quarterback in the league by far. That's why everyone knows. Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson, the starting right tackle for the Eagles. This summed up the entire game. I'll get into this later too. No, but you're getting Lane into it right now because you already brought it up. He's been having the worst take on the show. Lane My Johnson man got hurt, and he's the biggest loser. Groin, playing with a torn groin. It's a terrible and take. Mosa, who everyone's saying is the best defensive player in the league, had zero sacks, zero quarterback hits, and he went against a right tackle that had torn groin. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Mike Drop, Frankie, who's your biggest loser? Yeah, I mean, first off, that might have been the – you could have just said it was Bosa and the Niners, but Purdy himself was hurt and couldn't throw the ball. He literally – you. I watched the second half. My man threw the ball two yards. Like, that's all he could do. Otherwise, it was run, run. They're down 28-7, whatever right, it was. It's a man Dude, he's down 28. They're down 28-7. You would think they would pass it. They were just running sweeps to Debo or handing off to McCaffrey because he couldn't throw it. So that's a bad take. Went up to the coach and said, I can't play. He said, I can't throw the ball, which was true. NFC championship game. Do you know what he hurt? Do you know what he did? Do you know what he did in that game? Do you know what he did in that? Like, do you know what happened to him? Like, his actual injury? Yes, he's out six months. I don't give a fuck. All right, so you just proved my point for your bad take. Okay, my biggest loser of the week, though, I mean, there's a lot. All right, I'm just going to single out a whole franchise and city themselves. Shout out to the mayor of Cincinnati. Shout out to Eli Apple. Shout out to all those fucking bums who thought they were hot shits going back into Arrowhead. You know, you would expect them to do the shit talking after winning, not just give Travis Kelsey or Patrick Mahomes or that Kansas City defense bulletin board material. I cannot believe that that mayor had the audacity two days or three days before the game to say that there was a paternity test and said that Joe Burrow was Patrick Mahomes' father. Now hear me out. I know that Joe Burrow was technically 3-0 against Patrick Mahomes. But it is a team sport. It's not like Joe Burrow's out there covering the guys Patrick Mahomes is throwing to. Joe Burrow just played better. His defense did a good job to limit Patrick Mahomes. And then, you know what happened, though? This past week, Joe Burrow got outdueled like no other by Patty Mahomes. And people may say Patty Mahomes struggled. Yeah, he did struggle because guess what? The Chiefs don't have their starting healthy wide receivers back. They'll get slopped by the Eagles. But Patrick Mahomes was still able to make plays and do the reads, have no interceptions and nothing like that, while Joe Burrow and company looked like frauds. And I'm happy because... They had one Super Bowl run, and they got very arrogant, very fast, and it's nice to see them get humbled, uh, especially the mayor, Eli Apple. Uh, not Joe Burrow. He wasn't really cocky about it. He was just doing his own thing. But this, the Bengals fans themselves, they are the typical, everything goes their way, it's all good, and as soon as something hit, hits the fan, they make excuse after excuse after excuse. That's my thoughts, and that's why... Cincinnati, the Bengals, the mayor, that whole area is my biggest loser of the past two weeks. Sounds like a personal vengeance. Uh, I mean, I knew realistically the Ravens weren't going to win the Super Bowl once I saw our Pro Bowl quarterback, uh, Snoop Huntley, play there because my man has two TDs and three. No, that's a no, that's a Pro Bowler. <laughs> yeah. he, he made the Pro Bowl. I know he did. 
I know he did. He's in the Pro Bowl. I, which is, you're, you're telling me there's not a different quarterback they could take from the ASC, like Pickett or someone like that. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, Who has how many Pro Bowls does Lamar have? Uh, he has one. How many does Jalen Hurts have? Wait, wait, wait. Snoop Huntley has as many Pro Bowls as Lamar Jackson. Well, he might have two. I don't really remember 2020. I know he got hurt these last two years. That would he didn't be, have it. That'd be you better hope he has two, Frankie. But like, how many does like that's like saying how many does Jalen Hurts have? Zero. Well, technically zero because he's yeah, that's what I said. But like, do you see how that's like such a skew stat? It's not. It's irrelevant. But it's just yeah. It, the point I'm saying is, what you may call it. Like, I knew the Ravens weren't going to go to the Super Bowl at that point. The defense, though. I will say it's legit as fuck after watching what they did. They held the Bengals to lower points than any, the last two teams. Um, other lose I'm going to say, though, because I want to nominate two uh, because it's been two weeks, Josh Allen, another loser. For some reason, dude, he's the definition of good quarterback except in cold weather. He needs to get out of Buffalo and go somewhere else because whenever it's cold and snowy, he struggles. No, dude, Buffalo Buffalo needs to build a dome. They need Well, if they do that, then he's then if they do that, he's fine. If they yeah, have they a dome, need, he's fine. But like I think that's the definition of thought buying into your quarterback. Build dude, a fucking dome. But like he he's like like in the regular season, he tears up and then as soon as it's like a playoffs and it gets really cold or snowy or shitty conditions, he's not the same. And that that that's they're, all. Better, they're better off being like the four seed, dude. Being the one seed for them is bad. That that's why I'm like I don't understand why that is the case though. Like it's it's weird. Whereas on the flip side, dude, I don't know if I've seen a bigger Excuse advantage me. than the Eagles being a one seed. Oh, dude, did you see? I I sent you the one video of the fans chirping ter- uh, Bosa, right? Yeah, dude, he was gonna be my uh, biggest loser until I got into the Brock Purdy rant. What a fucking loser that guy is! Yeah, no, the the funniest thing though was what did he uh, expect to happen? What what did he expect that? Now, are you gonna talk about the funniest video I saw, dude? Was these Eagles fans coming out and they go up to a Niners fan and go. See it. They're like, see you in Arizona. They keep yelling that. See you in Arizona. And then he goes to the Niners fan and goes, not you, dickhead. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a Philly accent. It's fucking hilarious. No, dude. the thing I was going to say is uh, I saw, I think the name's Ed Warner or whatever, the linebacker for the Niners. His wife's like, I'm never going back to Philly again. Those people were just so mean to me and so hostile and all that stuff. I'm like, what did you expect? It's Philly. Like, they're known for that. Like, you guys are true to your colors that's, every time. That's why one team got blown out and the other team dominated. Um, but another another sports take I wanted to bring up, just because we might we might miss it next week, because it might have already happened. LeBron James is going to break the NBA all-time scoring record, Frankie. Um, I think he's like 120 points now to go. Something so, like I mean, that. At, at uh, almost 40 years old, LeBron, he can do that in three games nowadays. Year I, 20. Was it he, year 20? Year 21? I think You're it's 21. year 21. I think it's 21. And it's also like he didn't – I mean, I know there's the three-point shot and all that, but early in his career he wasn't making threes. Uh, but he did it in less games. Like, I don't Never know how many – He's a lousy three-point shooter. So why does that matter? No, 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 no. Actually... I'm saying – no, no. Let me let me get to my point before you go on a rank. I'm, I'm, he did it in how many less games also compared to Kareem. That's the point I was getting to. Like, I don't yeah. care if there's a three-point shot. I'm saying, like, it doesn't matter. He, he wasn't known for his three-point shot for, like, 10 years of his career. He developed that. And Bro, he didn't have any less games. A scorer, but he's also like people say he's not even a scorer. That's that's what I'm saying. Like he's that says it all. And then uh, I mean, I'll, I'll just shout it out also because we're just talking about greatness. Shout out Tom Brady for a great career. Uh, I'll I'll miss watching him compete, even though this last year was kind of like a blemish on what what I remember. But you know, uh, it was always fun to watch him. Uh, you know, I'll never forget when he lost to the Eagles in the Super Bowl junior year of college, and you were just so happy. I just remember that very vividly. I was going to say, what's your favorite Tom Brady memory? That's mine. Uh, my favorite Tom Brady memory? I'll probably say my favorite Tom Brady memory is probably him coming back into the Falcons. Just because that was just pretty cool when they came back, the Patriots and all that. I'll go with a more positive one for him instead of a negative. Yeah, I mean, I feel like another good one is when Billy Condiff missed the field goal. Dude, all right, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what the actual fuck? That has nothing to do with, like, no, no, you are, no, 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 dude, that is not Tom Brady. Brady. You are, all right, Diz, I'm being honest. Next time I see, you better hope, you better hope that the fucking Eagles win the goddamn Super Bowl, because I will make your life fucking hell for weeks on weeks on weeks with the amount of shit talking you've done. 
I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. Saying, I was just saying that's how the game ended, but I was going to say Tom Brady played great that game. I think oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. Do you even remember any specific plays he did that game? Yeah, yeah, I remember plays. Seven yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. That, how, that do, you, do you remember that, any that, of the actual plays? Yeah, because the pass up the seam to Gronk with like eight minutes to go in the third quarter was nuts. Oh, that's the one play you may remember. Very, yeah, very convenient. Very convenient. Yeah. All right. I also remember when he beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl with Tao and Donovan McNabb. You don't see me saying that. Tao had a broken leg. No, a broken oh, leg. so I don't care. Fucking play through it. Don't be a bitch. That's your yeah, logic. I'm just saying all I remember is wide left. Hey, all I remember is, you know, when the Ravens make it to the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen, we don't lose the big games. We don't lose the game. When, when the Ravens make the Super Bowl, they're 2-0. Eagles can't say the same, so I hope you don't lose this one. They have history of losing them before. I'm just saying. I'm just saying they probably won't. Uh, probably because hear me out actually you know actually no yes hear me out do you do you do you know why the eagles do you know why the eagles probably won't lose this game why because what on your on your terms why why because when you look at the rosters and you look at the eagles they have the most stacked and talented roster in the nfl how many? That's the name of the game. From no, 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 no. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Football is about. You're only as good as your players. I agree. Players, I agree. I, the New York Jets stunk because they didn't have good quarterbacks. Yeah. No. And the, the the point the I'm going the, the point I'm going to get at is because the Eagles are so stacked. They have how many Pro Bowlers? Eight, nine, whatever it is. They probably have the second this the runner up to the MVP because it's probably Mahomes now uh, after looking at the stats and all that. But you know what? You know what's the funny part is. How do you have all that pro bowlers, all this winning and all that stuff, yet your coach isn't even coach of the year? Isn't that crazy? So yeah, Sirianni yeah. must not be that good of a coach because it seems like anyone could do his job. No, honestly, I think... Even Minshew went in there when Hurst got hurt and he put up how many points his first game. It's very yeah, interesting. So that 0-2. Oh, 0-2, sure. Because he made some mistakes just like backups do, just like Huntley did with the Ravens. But, you know, he still put up 30-something points. Still threw, he, he lost the game. But guess what? Yeah. So Sirianni yeah. can't be that good of a coach because he has this much talent and all that stuff. Is this about Nick Sirianni or is this about the Philadelphia Eagles? He coaches the Eagles. I'm just saying he's the biggest clown in the NFL to have a coaching shop. How the fuck are you going to say that? That is guy. He's not a top five coach in the NFL. 14-3. and three in his With his roster. Year. That's the point I'm trying to say. But I'm saying with his roster last year, they fucking snuck into the playoffs somehow. So now now you're awarding sneaking into the playoffs somehow. That's that's why I'm here. But then you get A.J. Brown. You make some additions over the offseason. And now he has one of the best rosters in the league. And Okay, that's fine. You can say that all you fucking want. So you really think you, you think Sirianni, you think he's a top five quarterback? In the, you think he's a top five coach in the NFL? Yes. No, Dude, he's, he's not. Fucking Super Bowl. He's who's not. Who's better? Who's better? I can list five coaches right now. Dude. Better. All right. Mike Dude. Tomlin, Bill Belichick, John Harbaugh, Andy Reid, Pete Carroll. All five are better than him. And all five, all five of them didn't make it past the first round of the playoffs. Besides Andy Reid. And my point is, all five could go to the Super Bowl if they had the roster he had. Good day. Did, yes. did the Chiefs? Did the Chiefs have the best roster in the league last year? No, the Rams did. Okay. But did the Chiefs not have the second best roster in the league? The Chiefs last year, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. I'd have, I don't remember their. I know they had good weapons. I have to look at their defense on that part. That's a delusional comment. It's when not. the Ravens, when the Ravens went thirteen and three, did they not have the best roster in the league? Who was coach of the year that year? It's because no one thought Lamar was going to do what saying, he did. Did they not have the best roster in the league? Uh, in my opinion, no, because our defense wasn't as talented as the Eagles are this year. You can look at the stats. The Eagles defense. are they are they talented because they just have a better coach? Yeah, that, has that ever came to mind? TJ Edwards. Do you even know who the fuck that is? That's like me saying, do you know who you know TJ Edwards is? He's a defenseman on the Eagles. Exactly, dude. So that's who his starting middle linebacker is. A guy you don't even know who he is. All right. That's one position. Look at the DBs. Look at the D line. Look at the safeties. Loaded. Look at the O line. How many? How many all pro O lines? They got Hassan Reddick for three years, thirty million dollars for a reason. You also have Nadam Kinsu. Throwback. But you really think you really think Sirianni is a top five coach in the NFL? You must be delusional because you're an Eagles fan. Right now, yes, I think it's fair to say that right now because he's in the Super Bowl. So okay, so last year we'll go last year then. Was Zach Taylor a top five coach in the NFL last year then? Technically, yes, he's in the fucking Super Bowl. I see. No, just given time. No. Because Zach Taylor's not How a top five not? coach. 
How? Yeah. Dude, the only team. Given time. The only team he, he outcoached. He made the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship in two years that his quarterback was healthy. You know, so and you know time, who that's a reflection. Healthy. You know, and you know what happened when his quarterback wasn't healthy. It's not a reflection on him. It's a reflection on Joe Burrow. That's how good Joe Burrow is. That's fair, but I'm saying like that's it's, it's facts. There's a bunch of quarterbacks that have came into the league out of college and being like, people being like, this guy's going to be good. And the reason and why I'm also going to say is, hey, no, this is you. You bring it up also. So uh, Jalen Hurts gets hurt. They throw in a backup. You guys lose two games. A coach to overcome his starting quarterback getting hurt, just like Mike Tomlin this year kept his team above 500 without a stud quarterback and going back. John Harbaugh was able to get to the playoffs without his star quarterback playing six or seven games. So, yes, I'm going to say Sirianni is not a top five coach in the NFL. It's just, at the end of the day, the Eagles are just that good. And you should be happy. I'm not bashing not bashing the Eagles. They're that good for a reason, though. No. They're that good because they have talent, not because he's a good coach. Because they have talent, but they also have good coaching. Like, they, it's not like they have some stud running back. What, what, what plays, what does he, who calls your plays on offense? James Steichen. Who calls, the defense, who calls the defensive plays? Donovan Gannon. Okay, so what does Sirianni actually do other than have the crowd mimic at practice when you're, you're there? He a head coach. And what does he do? Because. What do you mean, what does he do? It, he fucking motivates. He fucking game plans. It's not like he's just. He flaps his arms at the fan. At the, uh, he flaps his arms at the opposing fans and talks shit. That's all he does. And to and say to say he's a top works. five coach in the NFL is laughable. How, dude? He's in he's the fucking not. Super Bowl. He's not. He's in the Super Bowl. It's a bro. team event, dude. If you took him and put him on, let's say, a different roster, he's not going to the Super Bowl. But if I took one of those other five coaches I just mentioned and put them on the Eagles roster, they are going to the Super Bowl. Then why was why were the Chiefs not in the Super Bowl last year? Last year? Yes, why were the Chiefs not in the Super Bowl? Because Joe Burrow's a pretty damn good quarterback. And again, yeah. not every why single did, time. Why did Sean Payton only ever win one Super Bowl? Sean Payton, you know, my... Why has my... John Harbaugh only ever won one Super Bowl? He's had the fucking league MVP on his team for the last five years. And he's whoa, won whoa, one whoa, 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 He's won one playoff game, and he's had the league MVP on his team for the last five years and has one playoff win. Do you want to know why? Because, hey, can I ask you a question? Who, who's your wide receiver core? Who, let me let me hear the guys that Jalen Hurts are throwing to right now. Bring it up. Let me hear it. Doesn't fucking matter. No, 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 no. Who who are you throwing it to? AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. Stud, stud. Yeah, Dallas Goddard. Okay. Who is Lamar throwing to in his one MVP season? I don't fucking care. Hollywood, Hollywood Brown. Brown, Seth Roberts, Miles Boykin, and Willie Sneed. How many of those guys are still in the league today? Probably one. Probably one. And what did he do when he went to Arizona? Jack shit. So I don't want to hear it. Kind of bald. What? Kind of bald? Dude, the first six games, he was balling, and then he got hurt. Kind of bald, my ass. Anywho, all I'm going to say is this. When you have talent, yes, you can look like a good coach. I'll use this so you can understand the logic. Is Berkman the best coach to ever touch the grace, or does he just have the best players? And your boss is the one who asks that. Any one of us could go to Salisbury and still be in the top ten to coach Salisbury. Yeah, but you gotta win, bro. That's that's one thing. You gotta at least fucking win. Yeah, I'm not saying you don't. If Nick Saban was losing all the time. He clearly wouldn't be a good coach. Yes, but he wouldn't. But he's a good coach because he gets the better recruits, and that's college. So in the NFL, when you get the better team and you can get the better personnel, like he has, again, how many Pro Bowlers? How many All First Pro Selection? How many All That? Is, is Sean Payton the top? What do you think Sean Payton is a Hall of Fame coach? Uh, eventually, yeah. He has one Super Bowl win to show for it. Okay. I'm not saying he's a top You're five coach. He didn't have top five rosters in the league. I'm not, but I never called him a top five coach in the NFL. I just say, he's you just asked sure him. he was at one point in time. Yeah, at one point in time. And then, you know, saying. shit happens. Did he not have a top five roster in the league? Yeah, no, he, he did. He did. But I'm saying right now, Sirianni is not a top five coach in the NFL in year two. Well, well, he, has the same, he has the same. He has the same. Eventually he could be. Right now, though, it's the same thing I'm going to say with Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor is not a top five coach in the NFL because he has Joe Burrow. Again, the two times you take away their star quarterbacks and you put someone else in there, nothing you're, good you're happens. Living in like, you're living in 2015. No, it's no, I'm living in the present. You're, you're just you just don't like anything negative. You don't like anything negative about your about you. And I'm I was going to let you have your fun this episode, but I'm hijacking to saying, dude, the Eagles are really, really good. You're really, really talented, and you should win the Super Bowl. But Sirianni, there's a reason why he's not coach of the year. There's a reason why. It's because of how good the Eagles actually are. 
No, it's because the expectations are high. That's the expectations why. are high. Okay. It's because the expectations <laughs> are high. And everyone says they want to be an underdog. Fuck that. The best place to be is when expectations are high. So, um, but anyway, I do. I uh, what, what was your take on the uh, Bengals Chiefs game before we get into early morning blowout? Because I don't want to get into too much of the NFC Championship game because it was a fucking blowout. I mean, um, and and the first round of the NFL playoffs too. A really really bad coach won another blowout. Um, so in in two games of one team's playoff run, I'll be honest, dude. The uh, 60, sixty-nine to fourteen. The, the, um, the so playoff games, the, the playoff, games? the playoff games besides the Bengals chiefs game. And then the first round have all sucked. Like, uh, like, I mean, the, the bills Bengals games kind of was a disappointment. That's what I'm like. Like I'm saying like besides the chiefs Bengals this past weekend. And then the first weekend where like all those games came down to the wire, right? Besides those games, Every other game was double digit, like no real dramatic at the end. You had the Eagles blow out the Giants. You had the Niners blow out whoever the fuck they, the Seahawks. You had the Chiefs blow out who, uh, not blow out, but they handled the Jacks and the Jacks never got within well, the one score game. The Chargers game was fucking nuts. No, but that was the first weekend. I'm saying besides the first weekend, you look at wild card weekend, good. Divisional weekend sucked. Championship weekend, 50%. So I'm nervous. I'm nervous, dude. Like, I hope. Like, I hope the Chiefs are healthy and show up. I hope they're able to do their job. Because if they don't, dude, the talented Eagles roster who I was just raving about is going to run away with it. And for yeah. some reason, I say that, and you just get upset because all you hear is me say, Sirianni's not a top-five coach, and you get all, all upset. Uh, man, uh, let's dive into the Eagles game, actually, then. Let's dive into the NFC championship game. Yeah. Uh, or, once again, the Philadelphia Eagles out. Yeah, what, what, what do you uh, want to say and, about and, it? If, if we're being real too, like it looks like it could be, it could looks like a new dynasty is brewing in Philadelphia. No, and that's what it looks like to me because no. the roster is so fucking good. The roster is fucking good, but here's the thing: a lot of young, talented, good players. And once Jalen Hurts gets his bag, which he will, unless you find a different rookie QB to get, but once he gets his bag, oh, it's gonna. Oh, oh, oh. What? Yeah, he's getting his fucking bag. No, no, like, I, I, I'm oh, not saying, I'm not saying he's not, but like a lot, of, a lot of. People I've talked to say, like, again, the Bills GM said it. He could have been my, one of my bigger losers. But it's easier to win and go farther and get good players when you have a QB on the rookie deal, like Joe Burrow, like Jalen Hurts, who are studs because you're not paying them 40 or $50 million a year. You can go get a A.J. Brown or whatever the fuck it is and all that and afford them. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see if that dynasty or – well, I'm not calling it dynasty until we see what happens on Sunday. But the potential for one – for them to be successful after they start paying their young, talented players like Devontae Smith, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, running backs are more expendable, but I like Miles Sanders, to be honest, but like Dallas Godert, I think he's pretty solid. Probably. He's on an extension. He's already on an extension now. See, I didn't know that, but you have some good D linemen. I don't know about how old the corners and all that are, but you, you see my point. Like eventually that pay is going to have to get spread out. And if Jalen Hurts has a big, big chunk of it, it's going to be interesting to see, how Sirianni and deals with lesser talent. We're going to take it one game at a time here on Broad What Street, do you mean? You already, sent me, you already sent me a Snapchat saying you won the Super Bowl. You already told me that. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You sent me a Snapchat this past Sunday. You're like, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. Oh, we're going to get two Super Bowls in five years. Two Super Bowls in five years. We're, we're the best team ever. I'm a humble, Frankie, I'm a humble winner, dude. I'm a humble winner. No, you're not. I, ladies and gentlemen, I literally it's was at my. Rough and rowdy. It's getting rough and rowdy here like, at three twenty-three South Tawana. La ladies and gentlemen, I was at I was at a goalie clinic on Sunday, and I wasn't. I didn't watch the first half because I was at this goalie clinic, and I asked Diz here, my good buddy Diz, who's a big diehard Eagles fan. And you know what? As much as he pisses me off, and I want the Eagles to lose, I want them to win, so he's happy. And I see the scores twenty-one-seven. I've been at a goalie clinic, and I asked him, "Yo, like, I haven't seen the game. Like, what what's going on? Like." Sees 21-7, what does that mean? And he goes, you want to know my thoughts? And I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, been, I've been shooting at goalies, dude. I'm kind of sweaty. Like, what's up? Like, what, what, what's going on? And he just goes, in two years, Jalen Hurts has made the Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl. Five years, Lamar Jackson hasn't done anything. The Ravens are not good. And I'm just like, all right, dude. Okay. So you can't say you're... You can't say you're a humble winner. You can't say you're a humble winner when I got screenshots. I got receipts. I have receipts. I have receipts. You can't say you're a humble winner when I have receipts. Dude, but you texted me and said, what are your thoughts on the game? You asked for my thoughts on the game. Yeah, so I because I, I literally said I was at a goalie. I didn't even been watching. I just saw the score. But I'm saying, what do you want me to do? Lie to you? 
I want no, you to I tell me that. My I want you to tell me that you could have said, you know what you didn't say? Because you know it's not true. You didn't say Sirian is a coach had a master class with coaching. The I'll defense that wasn't my thoughts. The, the defense looks phenomenal. The offense is clicking all centers. Because you know what? Guess what? I like Jalen Hurts, but at the end of the day, he did not look that impressive this past weekend. But he won the game. That, and I, I agree with you, dude. I thought he was making I thought I thought the Eagles D won them the game, to be honest. Well, I mean, and let's be honest with you. The injuries obviously No no no, I'm have, not saying injuries. I'm saying they were getting like the reason why he got hurt is because the D line was hurt. That, that was my other. That's my other point, though, dude. Is like people were acting like it was like freak injuries. We fucking hurt two quarterbacks in the NFC Championship game. <laughs> Flex like, on if, them. <laughs> if you ask any team's coach, again, go back to people are lying sometimes. Ask any team's coach. If you were to ask Nick Sirianni at the beginning of the game, do you wish Brock Purdy got hurt in the game? If he said no, he'd be lying. Oh yeah, no. No, the guy, the guy, the guy who was shooting went down. The Eagles sideline was like low key. They were like, "Fuck yeah, we're gonna win this thing." I know that's what. That's immediately what went through my mind. I was like, "Fuck yeah, this game's over." And then I watched the other quarterback come in. He came in for two series. I was like, "Oh yeah, this thing's definitely over." And then once he got hurt, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" But like at the same time, the Eagles did injure the two quarterbacks by getting pass rush and one Hassan Reddick. He he's, he's the best nasty. Oh, dude, he's the best defensive player in the league. I, I don't know about that. Year. I don't know about that. This year he has been. Dude, no, in the well, no, I, championship game, I, it's, it's hard for me. A forced fumble and two sacks. Yeah, but like, but like, hear me out, but like, hear me out though. But hear me out though. Like, Sauce Gardner's never going to be in the situation to do that. And I think he's one of the top defense players in the league also at corner. Yeah, I mean, I, I think from an impact standpoint, it's tough to be at a cornerback position. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, But I'm saying that's part of it. It's like the best offensive player in the league. You're always going to say a quarterback. Yeah, you know I agree with mean? that. I agree with that. I agree with that. But no, I mean, so basically, like, for the Eagles game, I mean, I, I don't really think it's Jalen Hurts that won in or the offense that won in the game. Uh, I more so think that the defense was that good. And I am curious to see how – the offensive line for the Chiefs will be able to handle that pass pressure. You know, I'm telling you, the, the Eagles win in the trenches, dude. Their D line's elite, their O line's elite. Oh yeah, um, and, and they really and it shows, dude. Because go back to my point earlier, Lane Johnson has a torn groin, and he held Nick Bosa to zero sacks, zero QB hits. Well, did, did, didn't he also hurt Nick Bosa? Or did Nick Bosa get hurt a different way? No, Nick Bosa got hurt standing on the sideline in a fucking like. Special teams, sir. Guy ran into him. Actually, <laughs> yes, dude. He was ready to go into the. And there was a punt. No, he was stop. Ready to go in I did not know that. Guys on special teams got like blocked out of bounds and hit him. Well, hey, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, that's the way the 49ers day went, dude. Like, part of me kind of felt bad for him because if that had happened to the Eagles, like that is so fucking disappointing. You get to the biggest game and it's over two minutes in because your quarterback goes down. Well, it, it, here's the thing, also, like I, I. I don't really care because I don't like the Niners, but I saw this little video. It was like uh, at the Philly Stadium, and it's like all these Eagle fans are going crazy, and it shows the crowd, and it pans to a 49er fan with the caption, you pay two grand or whatever to see Josh Johnson play quarterback in the NFC Championship. And the guy just looks so fucking pissed. And I'm like, you know, I, I'm just going to say it. I was never sold on the 49ers. I said that to you early on. They lost to the Bears week one. So... That, that, that's all you need to know. I mean, I know how they feel, dude, because like four years ago, Wentz got hurt on the second series against Seattle in the playoffs, and they brought no. in Josh McCallan. Did he get hurt? Yeah, he got concussed. Jadavian Clowney. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. He shot at him in the second series and fucking knocked him out of the game after he carried him to the playoffs. And then you and guys Josh lost. Josh came yeah. in, and you just knew right away it was over. Yeah, I, I remember that. Now, I was thinking the Super Bowl year when he got hurt against the uh, Rams or whatever when he tore his ACL. Yeah, no, it was two years later. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, so, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're agreeing on some things. You know, the Eagles roster is pretty fucking good, and Sirianni just had to go autopilot the whole season. Yeah, and Frankie, I've been waiting for a little while for you to be like, you know what, Diz, you 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 were right. Oh, I'm not saying those words. Those yeah, words have not, not come to my mouth. You wrong, Frankie. I'm not trying to prove you wrong. I'm just trying to prove myself right. But like, some point you got to be like, hey, Diz, back what do, in what September, do you, what do you, you told us the Eagles were going to the Super Bowl. You uh, say that every year, right. just because you're right one one year or two years in the twenty years you say it doesn't mean you're right. Like you said it, it last year. Right. You said it last year. You said no, the year, no, I did not. You dude. said the year before. You said the year before. I did you not said, say You say it every year, year. Diz. Go back on the record here on the Frank and Diz show. I did not say it last year. 
Because I remember I had the Browns playing someone in it, like the Packers. I had the Packers winning it all last year. I remember. I think, the, I think you had the Browns this year, not last year. I didn't, dude. Oh, it might be last year. You might be right. We, we, we need, you know what we need? We need like a producer to go back on file records to find these stupid I'm comments gonna, uh, I'm, we I'm make. Gonna. You're going to, you're going to, oh gosh, dude. Yeah. The earlier yeah. episodes are kind of brutal to listen to. Wait until you hear the preview for this show week's episode, too. What's it called? We're Let not, me hear it. We're not going to rack, rack, rack. That's not the that's not the preview. Why? No, game. why? What, what are you switching it to? We're going to fly, Eagles, please, fly please don't. on the road to victory. Is that all you that's know? Not, you, you don't know the rest of the song? Fight, Eagles, fight. Score a touchdown, one, two, three. You don't know the song, do you? Frankie, do you want me to sing the whole yeah, fucking song? Sing the song right now. Sing the song. Low, hit them high as we watch our Eagles fly. Fly, fly, fly. fly <laughs> Eagles fly on the road to victory. Are you not going to spell it out? I wasn't gonna yell out the E A G L E S Eagles. Real fans would. That's, that's all I got to say. How, that's that's how that's how every morning is usually started for the last like seven days or so. My roommate's starting to get super pissed off. Your lady friend. Every, every, every time they score a touchdown, I fucking play the song, and then it's like blared like ten more times, and it's fucking great. Has, has she uh has she bought? Have you made her wear any Eagles gear yet on game day? We had a fucking bet that if the Giants lost, she was gonna have to wear an Eagles game and no phone for the three hours they're on. Fucking didn't. Didn't live up to the bet. No, do it for the Super Bowl. <laughs> do it for the Super Bowl. She has to put the jersey on, put her phone to the side, and you just got to enjoy. Yeah, dude, I think I'm a little disappointed. I said we were going to have a Super Bowl party at my house, but I always made one exception. If the Eagles are in it, no one's coming over. Sorry. Well, yeah, because if they did if they did and lost, <laughs> you'd be suicidal. I had to cancel the Super Bowl party, and I had to be like, guys, trust me. Like, no, you're not coming. You guys, you don't want to see me in my environment. Yeah, I bet I bet you're gonna have no phone near you during that time. If the, if it's like a close game, you're gonna be we're just fucking we're basement watching. And I swear to God, Froggy, the the officials better not come into play because the, I was watching the Lakers game the other night. That was the terrible. They they could be my biggest loser. So hard, and dude, I think that was the maddest I've gotten in a long fucking time. I I've boycotted the NBA since then. I know it's only been like four, four days, but I boycotted the NBA. I've I mean, stopped watching it. What's on behind you right now? College hoops, Illinois State basketball. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to say, is that NBA in your background? <laughs> no, dude, I, I usually watch the NBA every night. Now I'm fucking, I'm boycotting it. I mean, dude, the, the, the thing, the thing that, that was such bullshit, I was like, dude, I, I got to stop watching this. And I got that fucking angry. Had zero money on the game or anything, but got so fucking pissed off. The thing, the thing that, uh, the thing that I'll say, though, is that I thought that was very funny about that situation because you brought it up, was Pat Beth bringing the camera and showing the ref. Bro, fucking funniest, hilarious. that was one of the funniest things I've seen in quite some time. I'm I think he got a tech for that, which is even funnier. <laughs> dude, immediately. Of course he got a fucking technical. And, he, dude, he has a hilarious podcast. If anyone else oh, yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's editor good. podcast, the Pat Bev pod. Hilarious, dude. And he he was saying that, like, someone in the, like, the photographer had a picture of the guys, of Jason Tatum, smacking LeBron's arm. So he, like, grabbed the picture and actually showed the ref. I know, which is so fucking funny. Uh, yeah. He, he's, he's, he's a, uh, he's a little troll, but I like, you like him when he's on your, on the team you want to win. Oh, dude, he's funny. He's kind of, like, I used to, oh, I, part of me can't stand him, but part of me thinks he's absolutely hilarious. And since I've listened to the podcast, he's hilarious. Well, dude, when he's on, when he's on, when he's on, like, the team you want to win, you love all the antics he's doing. But he's, like, the guy that gets under your skin. You're like, that motherfucker, like, God damn it, because he's just making your best player like play poorly like mentally. that's what i'm saying he was chirping dame the other night like a week ago so bad and it was hilarious dude, dude. and then the the trailblazers went up like 20 something and then only blew that lead which yeah is, the lakers came back and won and he was chirping dame when they came back and won and it was hilarious so yeah uh but i mean hey dude i mean is is there anything else you want to touch on this episode or are you are you done with the banter about about the eagles i mean for the chiefs Bengals game i mean I know the refs got a little questionable at the end of the end of that game for the Chiefs with a couple questionable calls and all that, but dude, but this this is that was kind of bullshit to me too because like I get it, dude. That's a fucking penalty. I I I understand you got to throw the flag there. Wait, which one are you but, talking about? At the end of the game? At the end of the game? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying early on with like a couple five downs or some stuff like that, like before the before oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying even at the end of the game, dude. Like, what's that guy supposed to do? 
not like, push him when he's like out he, of bounds. But he didn't really push him, dude. He just kind of put his forearm on his back. But, like, is he supposed to slow down before he gets to the sideline and let Patrick Mahomes, like, skirt out of there? Hey, I have a question to ask you, all right? Because there was a similar play that happened in the game before him where uh, Ed Warner hit Jalen Hurts when he was out of bounds. I'm pretty sure you were screaming for a flag in that situation also. Yeah, but it was a two-handed shove. Yeah, and he did two-handed shove to Mahomes no, in the back. No, he didn't, dude. It was just a forearm to the back. And shoved him. No, not really. I feel like Mahomes, Mahomes went to the of, ground. He shoved yeah, him. And I'm not saying it shouldn't be a flag. That's not my argument. I understand that's a flag. I'd be fucking screaming for a flag. But you know how hard it would be for that guy to have slowed up? What's he supposed to do? Dive out of the way? Like, and hurt himself, potentially? I mean, he did. He did hurt himself. But I'm saying, like, you know, like, you're running full speed. Your job is to go get the quarterback. You're running full speed. You, you're not thinking, oh, shit, I better get out of the way. You're, like, playing through the whistle. Yeah, yeah, no, that's why I'm not mad at him because he's but playing I, through the whistle. I understand it's a penalty. I understand Yeah, well, it, it, it's the same thing. It's the same thing, like, I'm not mad at him because he's playing through the whistle, just like I wasn't mad at the Eagles player who hit uh, – Heineke, because he was playing to the whistle when Heineke went to the ground. Like, I'm not mad at them because they're playing full speed. But in the rules, they are penalties, and you have to call them. Yeah, and it was just kind of a shame. I guess it was, I was more so disappointed. That's that how it ended. The yeah. game ended like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was actually kind of happy because uh, fuck Cincinnati and that mayor and uh, Eli Apple and all yeah, those scumbags. Kansas City's kind of fucking annoying, too. Like, I, w- I would have, like, one, I was kind of rooting for the Bengals because I was sitting there watching their old line and being like, wow, the Eagles might hurt three more quarterbacks against this O-line. Yeah, and, you know, the thing I have to say about that is uh, I don't know any cheap fans. So them being annoying doesn't affect me. No, dude, it's just a fucking analyst on Fox Sports, Nick Wright. Oh, can't fucking or like Tony team. Romo just hyping up Mahomes the whole time and all that stuff. Plus, I just kind of like Burrow, to be honest with you. I, I mean, think Burrow's I, a fucking man. He, and I know, don't hate Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's not what I'm saying. And, like, it is sick. It's a Kelsey Bowl. Andy Reid returns. I love Andy Reid and shit. Sirani going against his former team also. He used to coach the Chiefs back in the day. Way back when. Yeah, I know. But I was just saying. But, like, no, I mean, like, Joe Burrow seems like a pretty cool dude. I'm not going to lie. But because, in my opinion, LeBron James gets hated for being good and Tom Brady gets hated for being good, someone has to hate Joe Burrow, and I will take on that role. So no, I, dude, Joe Burrow's not the villain, though. I know he's Joe not. Burrow, but because Joe he's on the Burrow's bang. But, dude, imagine no, imagine, imagine Joe Burrow was on the Cowboys or was on the Commanders or on the Giants. You would hate Joe Burrow. I'm not sure, dude. I'm not sure. You're not sure? A yeah. divisional you, – you would cheer for a rival divisional quarterback. I wouldn't cheer for him. No, that's not what I'm you saying. You would hate I him. Wouldn't, I wouldn't hate him like I – Cowboys, sure. Yeah, Cowboys, yeah, sure. Thank you. You're proving my point. Yes. If he was a divisional rival quarterback, you would have different feelings about him. But like at the same time, the Eagles would beat him. So like I might not. You know what I mean? Uh, like if Joe Burrow have you ever played? Have, have you guys ever played the the Bengals in Joe Burrow? Uh, no, I don't think so. Don't but I'm saying if have. Joe Burrow was beating my team every year, I'd probably hate him too. Well, he hasn't beat my team every year. Being beating them sometimes. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like the Cowboys, I don't like the Cowboys, but like at the same time, they suck. Like we beat them all the time. I don't know if you beat them all the time. I, I vividly they beat you guys once this year. With a backup quarterback, and we beat them with their backup and, quarterback. And so you know, I again, if if, if if your head coach can't go out there and win with a backup quarterback, clearly he's not a top five coach in the NFL. You just told you just explained to us John Harbaugh. Well, John Harbaugh made it to the playoffs with Tyler Huntley going for two TDs and three interceptions, making the Pro Bowl. Did he make the playoffs? And Tyler Huntley made the Pro Bowl. And did the Ravens make the playoffs last year? No. Because Tyler okay. Huntley is not a Pro Bowl quarterback. As much as I like him, he's not. Clearly is. He clearly, that's what it says on ESPN.com. Throwing for 600 yards, two TDs, and three ints in six games as a Pro Bowl quarterback? According you, to the I, NFL. No, no, no. I'm asking you. Say that with a straight face. That's a Pro Bowl quarterback. Read those, say those stats back to me and say that's a Pro Bowl quarterback. That is a Pro Bowl quarterback. What because is? Because he came to the Pro Bowl. No, no, no. no. Say his stats and then say it's that's a Pro Bowl quarterback. Eight interceptions. What? Six touchdowns to eight no, interceptions. He had two touchdowns, three interceptions. Two touchdowns to how many interceptions? Three. He had more interceptions yeah. than touchdowns and six hundred like sixty yards passing in six games. Well, of course he he was named a Pro Bowl. It says next to his name, Pro Bowler Tyler Huntley. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So more than more that. more more than Jalen Hurts. I'm just saying I don't vote on the Pro Bowl. I know you don't. 
Because if you did, it would all, it would be all Eagles. <laughs> all right, Franzi. Well, I'm gonna keep trolling you next week. And oh like yeah, I said, I'm like, sure. I'm sure after this week, you're gonna troll me very good. Fire next episode because next episode we get to preview the Super Bowl. The episode after that, we get to talk about the Super Bowl. And dude, shit is good here on the Franck and Diz Show, where passion meets the mic. Franky, it's been real. I love the Philadelphia Eagles, and I can't wait to chirp you more. And uh, all I got to say is I'm on to lacrosse season. This weekend should be epic, actually. Lacrosse is back this weekend. Uh, before we go, I just want to ask, who do you have winning it all? Do you have a preseason favorite for D1? D1 lacks, Frankie? That's yeah. a hot take. I'm going to go with Maryland repeats. I have Virginia this year. That's, that's what I'm going with, Virginia. Uh, I think – I think, yeah, I, I, I hope so. You know, I think it would be cool if Maryland did, but Maryland just lost a lot of firepower on uh, – defense in my opinion so it'll be interesting but other than that dude i mean yeah fly eagles fly we're all nick sirianni top five quarterback <laughs> i mean <Weapon> coach. <laughs>